0: section three of the children this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox the children by alice maynell children in midwinter children are so flower-like that it is always a little fresh surprise to see them blooming in winter Their tenderness, their down, their colour, their fullness, which is like that of a thick rose or of a tight grape, look out of season. Children in the withering wind are like the soft golden pink roses that fill the barrows in Oxford Street, breathing a southern calm on the north wind. The child has something better than warmth in the cold, something more subtly out of place and more delicately contrary, and that is coolness to be cool in the cold is the sign of a vitality quite exquisitely alien from the common conditions of the world it is to have a naturally and not an artificially different and separate climate we can all be more or less warm with fur with skating with tea with fire and with sleep in the winter but the child is fresh in the wind and wakes cool from his dreams dewy when there is hoar-frost everywhere else he is more lovely and more temperate than the summer day and than the winter day alike he overcomes both heat and cold by another climate which is the climate of life but that victory of life is more delicate and more surprising in the tyranny of january by the sight and the touch of children we are as it were indulged with something finer than a fruit or a flower in untimely bloom the childish bloom is always untimely the fruit and flower will be common later on the strawberries will be a matter of course anon and the asparagus dull in its day but a child is a perpetual première or rather he is not in truth always untimely some few days in the year are his own season unnoticed days of march or april soft fresh and equal when the child sleeps and rises with the sun then he looks as though he had his brief season and ceases for a while to seem strange it is no wonder that we should try to attribute the times of the year to children their likeness is so rife among annuals for man and woman we are naturally accustomed to a longer rhythm their metre is so obviously their own and of but a single stanza without repetition without renewal without refrain but it is by an intelligible illusion that we look for a quick waxing and waning in the lives of young children for a waxing that shall come again another time and for a waning that shall not be final shall not be fatal but every winter shows us how human they are and how they are little pilgrims and visitants among the things that look like their kin for every winter shows them free from the east wind more perfectly than their elders they enclose the climate of life and moreover with them the climate of life is the climate of the spring of life the climate of a human march that is sure to make a constant progress and of a human april that never hesitates the child breathes april and may an inner april and his own may the winter child looks so much the more beautiful for this season as his most brilliant uncles and aunts look less well he is tender and gay in the east wind now more than ever must the lover beware of making a comparison between the beauty of the admired woman and the beauty of a child he is indeed too wary ever to make it so is the poet as comparisons are necessary to him he will pay a frankly impossible homage and compare a woman's face to something too fine to something it never could emulate the elizabethan lyrist is safe among lilies and cherries roses pearls and snow he undertakes the beautiful office of flattery and flatters with courage there is no hidden reproach in the praise pearls and snow suffer in a sham fight a mimic defeat that does them no harm and no harm comes to the lady's beauty from a competition so impossible she never wore a lily or a coral in the colours of her face and their beauty is not hers but here is the secret she is compared with a flower because she could not endure to be compared with a child that would touch her too nearly there would be the human texture and the life like hers but immeasurably more lovely no colour no surface no eyes of woman have ever been comparable with the colour the surface and the eyes of childhood and no poet has ever run the risk of such a defeat why it is defeat enough for a woman to have her face however well favoured close to a child's even if there is no one by who should be rash enough to approach them still nearer by a comparison this needless to say is true of no other kind of beauty than that beauty of light colour and surface to which the elizabethans referred and which suggested their flatteries in disfavour of the lily there are indeed other adult beauties but those are such as make no allusions to the garden what is here affirmed is that the beautiful woman who is widely and wisely likened to the flowers which are inaccessibly more beautiful must not for her own sake be likened to the always accessible child besides light and colour children have a beauty of finish which is much beyond that of more finished years this gratuitous addition this completeness is one of their unexpected advantages their beauty of finish is the peculiarity of their first childhood and loses as years are added that little extra character and that surprise of perfection a bloom disappears for instance in some little children the whole face and especially all the space between the growth of the eyebrows and the growth of the hair is covered with hardly perceptible down as soft as bloom look then at the eyebrows themselves their line is as definite as in later life but there is in the child the flush given by the exceeding fineness of the delicate hairs moreover what becomes afterwards of the length and the curl of the eyelash what is there in growing up that is destructive of a finish so charming as this queen elizabeth forbade any light to visit her face from the right or from the left when her portrait was a painting she was an observant woman and liked to be lighted from the front it is a light from the right or from the left that marks an elderly face with minute shadows and you must place a child in such a light in order to see the finishing and parting caress that infancy has given to his face the down will then be found even on the thinnest and clearest skin of the middle red of his cheek his hair too is imponderably fine and his nails are not much harder than petals to return to the child in january it is his month for the laying up of dreams no one can tell whether it is so with all children or even with a majority but with some children of passionate fancy there occurs now and then a children's dance or a party of any kind which has a charm and glory mingled with uncertain dreams never forgotten and yet never certainly remembered as a fact of this life is such an evening when many and many a later pleasure about the reality of which there never was any kind of doubt has been long forgotten that evening as to which all is doubt is impossible to forget in a few years it has become so remote that the history of greece derives antiquity from it in later years it is still doubtful still a legend the child never asked how much was fact it was always so immeasurably long ago that the sweet party happened if indeed it happened it had so long taken its place in that past wherein lurks all the antiquity of the world no one would know no one could tell him precisely what occurred and who can know whether if it be indeed a dream he has dreamt it often or has dreamt once that he had dreamt it often that dubious night is entangled in repeated visions during the lonely life a child lives in sleep it is intricate with illusions it becomes the most mysterious and the least worldly of all memories a spiritual past the word pleasure is too trivial for such a remembrance A midwinter long gone by contained the suggestion of such dreams and the midwinter of this year must doubtless be preparing for the heart of many an ardent young child a like legend and a like antiquity for the old it is a mere present end of section three